Welcome to the Guide to Making Money as a Music Producer. I'm Dan Furr, and this is a podcast where we talk about all the different ways that musical creatives have used to earn money. In this podcast, we hear stories directly from industry professionals and learn what worked for them and what didn't work. Most importantly, we discuss how they've managed to carve out a sustainable living for themselves doing what they love and how you can do the same. Hey everyone, Dan Fur here, and welcome to the second episode with Don't Mess With Want. Today we discuss all about branding. What is branding, how to properly brand yourself, and why branding works. If you haven't checked out the first episode, please go do so, because there's tons of great insight to check out. So let's dive in to talk about branding. The next thing I want to talk about a little bit is, uh, you run a little bit of a radio show, and I want you to just tell us, tell us a little bit about you know, your experiences running that, and just a little blurb about what the show is. Okay, well, first of all, the, the show is, is kind of connected to, to my Don't Mess With One branding, so it kind of continues the, 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 to build the universe. I, I try. <laughs> this is the goal, the long-term goal. And um, so it's called Surrealist Electronica, which is uh, how I, I call my, my music genre for, for now, anyways. Um and so it's built uh, very much around how I personally like to consume music. So I try to build it with that in mind to kind of um, build a, a journey uh, where you get lost a little bit in uh, and a little bit like an uncertain dream um, is, is, is what I like to say. Mm-hmm. So this is the the little bit of the the starting point uh, of the show, but I guess I was extremely extremely lucky to to get this opportunity. So tell us how you how you got the opportunity, and you say it's luck, but I feel like as we dissect the story, I think I feel like there might be some things where where you put yourself in a position to get lucky, right? It's it's you know a lot of it comes down to. The presence you create and what you've done. So I'll, you know, I'll stop interrupting. What do you 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 tell us a story and then we'll we'll figure out the goodies <laughs> about it. Right. Uh, you know, I, I like to say it's luck uh, because I I don't like uh, I don't like much to, <laughs> to how do you say to put myself higher than. Ah uh, yes, yes, yeah. very modest. How <laughs> modest of you? Yes. But this is no, no, but not <laughs> not to be modest, but you know, to to remain uh, so that I always push myself to become better. I don't, I don't want to tell myself, hey, right. I'm, I got this because I'm at this level wanna... now. It's like no, it just. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to become compla- complacent because there's always more yeah. you can be done. Once you achieve a goal, there's always there's always not necessarily a next goal out there, but there's always perfecting getting better and, and and doing more things and that's you know the things are constantly changing so you have to constantly be changing and growing and adapting as well there's never a oh we made it we're done cutting off now i'm happy i've, I've successfully made it it's, it's a constant journey there's never an end result right so that was that yeah i'm, I'm very happy you mentioned that because yeah becoming complacent can be someone's worst enemy and so having those little ways of thinking where it's like okay yeah no like i i i i still need to do a lot more can be very good to keep yourself in that right mental state to actually exactly keep it's funny because it's a big thing i i cha- not changed but i realized in this music journey it's like i always wanted to be good enough i never felt i was good enough and then i realized but I don't want to be good enough because after good enough, like what is there more? There's, 
you know, it's not fun to be good enough. You always want to be better. And I think, I think that's important to, to keep in mind. And it's very easy to get the illusion that you are better than you actually are with, I don't know, a very nice compliment hmm. or whatever happens, an opportunity. Uh, and it's, it, it really doesn't mean anything. So if same with negative comments, same with positive comments, I don't want to take any of those too seriously or, or affect how I view myself or where I'm at, you know. So anyways, but we're, I'm uh, going a little bit off subject, but... Um, <laughs> no, great content. It all comes down to goal planning and what we were saying before, right? Keeping yourself accountable for what you're doing rather yeah. than what people are telling you or what you yeah. think is happening, right? It's being conscientious about what you've actually done and whether yeah, you're proud of that or not. Yeah, this is super important for, for the ego, either both sense, right? Uh, either too, too positive or too yeah. negative. So I think it's, it's an important exactly. thing for me to keep myself in check all the time. <laughs> Um, because it's easy <laughs> yeah. for the ego to, yeah. to go off. But um, so how oh, yeah. did I get the radio show? Well, um, it was like a, a lot of, of, of steps one after another that kind of, of brought me this. Um, so I, I was first approached by Asta Hiroki, a music producer from the UK, who saw, I think he saw my only ad I made on Instagram when I pushed the button promote. <laughs> and um, I think, and I know this is the most terrible way to do ads, but I, I guess I was super lucky he saw that ad and he wrote to me and, and nobody else, you know, reached out to me. It was just him. <laughs> and um but super lucky. And he, he reached out, I think it was an ad for Daily Grind. And he was like, oh, would you like to collaborate maybe? So I jumped on that opportunity. I said, yes. So we made uh, this song Slumber together, uh, in which I made the vocals. And um, I guess from there, we kind of slowly started, a, you know, a working relationship where we would talk once in a while. Um, building that collab, then making the video clip, then his album came out. So there was the promo around that. And then after, you know, a, a lot of months kind of getting to, to, to work together a little bit and talking about some, I don't know, some stuff about sound or recording, whatever. Then at some point he told me, hey, I have a little radio show on Radio D59B and I was wondering if you'd like to make a little guest mix for me. So this was the first step for me. Um, and when he told me that, I was like, oh crap, Like I have no idea about guest mixes. I have no idea about mixes, DJing, radio. I haven't <laughs> listened to radio in like 15 years. I don't, I didn't know anything. So I went like on a 24 hours madness of Googling, you know, everything and um, just knowing yeah. a little bit what that was about. And so I was super scared about it. But then when it played, um, Again, I got super lucky because the guy from the radio was listening to his show and he said, hey, like, would this girl be interested in having her own show? So, um, so that's it. Uh, I, when I got that opportunity, again, I was extremely scared. Uh, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I won't have time to bring another channel in because already just producing music every month and trying to be on Instagram was a lot. <laughs> 
So I was freaking out. I almost yeah. said no, but then Asta Hiroki was like, I'm sure you can do it. And um, so I just jumped in and uh, and this is it. This is the little story. No, that's honestly, that's that's such a wonderful story when, when, I, when I hear it out loud, because it really reminds me of a quote that my mentor has, has told me that has he's used since pretty much the the day of his early early years and it's like a large part of being able to grow your brand and grow your business and 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 actually expand is sometimes it takes biting off a little bit more than you, than you can chew and having those frantic 24 hour sessions where you're like oh my goodness <laughs> what did i get myself into what do i need to do and sometimes you kind of need that adrenaline and that panic to be like okay no i got you know we're going to make this happen i'm going to do this this is what i'm going to do you know and you know, in, 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 in a lot of cases, it does take a bit of encouragement by, you know, friends and, and others to be like, no, okay, you can do this. It's okay. It'll be a little bit extra work, but you can do it. And, you know, it's, it, it's sometimes really the key to the key to really growing and getting that next level is really pushing yourself a little bit and just, you know, taking something that you might not entirely feel comfortable about doing, but kind of have an idea about how you might accomplish that. And you might not do the best job, but if you give it 150% and do your best, you will learn so much and be in such a better place. And in a lot of cases, you'd be surprised at what you might be yeah, able to achieve. Yeah, exactly. Like this is a good example of the radio show because I never, ever thought in my life I could do something like this. And um, especially that I talk and I feel extremely ridiculous yeah. doing this, but at the, each time, you know, it's like I, I I need to put a limit of time on it to not become self-conscious about what I'm making because I I, I feel it's ridiculous. But then it's like it's it's one yeah. of the greatest opportunities I've had, and jumping in, I definitely prove kind of to myself that I I can make this and even if I feel ridiculous I'm gaining so much out of this in so many different realms that this this was something I never could have imagined and now it's here and I'm super grateful for for it yeah and it, it really just comes to the idea of you got to put yourself out there you know you mm. may be a little scared to do things that are are a little outside your realm of comfortability but it's when you push yourself outside your comfort zone is when you're going to grow the most. And that is something that is so true for any realm and any reality. It's you're going to grow the most when you're pushed out of your comfort zone and in a, in a scene, in a scenario, in a setting that is really just forcing you to think a little bit differently than you might usually think. And, you know, you might, it, it might, it's obviously going to be a little bit terrifying and intense at first, but let me ask you this. Now that you've been doing it for a little while, does the radio show seem like a burden? Do you, does it seem like a difficult task to you in any way? No. <laughs> I'm like, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, it was like, oh my God, I don't know what I need to do. What am I going to do? But you push yourself for that initial period. And now it's like, Wow, this is a breeze. You know, looking back, it's almost like, why was I afraid of this at the beginning? But you can never get to that point unless you push yourself just a smidge bit outside the realm of what you think yeah, might be comfortable. Yeah, of course. For you. And I think there's definitely a, a, a limit to this. Like, you can't push yourself too much, but. No, that's a good point to make. Yeah. <laughs> But I do, I do believe it's, especially in this music path, it's good to always kind of find a way to push yourself outside of your comfort zone in, in, in any way, shape, or form. So, so you're always kind of mm, on the edge, or, or, and I think that's a good, uh, or on the tip, t tiptoe, you know, on your toes. <laughs> what is the expression? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but you know what? It all it all brings me back to you know you you kind of said oh well, it's a, it's it's a large part of luck that things happen. But you know I mean there's luck involved in anything. But there's a lot of choices and decisions and things that you did and you know actual decisions you made that led towards these opportunities coming and you know it could have gone a, a different ways had you done not as good on the mix and you know things would have been a little bit different had you not you know had, had someone not been listening you know maybe it wouldn't have had that much opportunity but the idea comes if you don't put yourself out those opportunities will never ever come and so you know you just got to put yourself out there as much as possible you know whenever an opportunity comes up as long as it doesn't make things way too exhausting or way too burdensome on you, then 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 it's great to take advantage of any opportunity you can find and 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 put yourself out there because, you know, it's it it really is a numbers game a yeah, large Yeah, and definitely part of the time. remembering that most of these opportunities you can't even think about them right now. They're gonna come because of a succession of steps that you made. So this is a The best opportunities appear. This exactly. is an important point to remember because let's say you're listening to this podcast and you say, oh, but I want my radio show too, right? Um, and this would be hard to kind of try to get a radio show uh, out from, not from zero, I just mean when... Um, When you plan for it, it can be a lot more difficult to arrive somewhere um, as if, if, if you're just taking those steps, pushing yourself to move, and then, whoa, some opportunity will appear that you never even could have thought of in the first place. Exactly. It all comes back to that point we were making before. Just It's about mm. enjoying the process and not being too rigid about your goals. Goals are amazing, but if they are too rigid and you're not paying attention to how they actually relate to what you're doing now, then they can really make things difficult. Yeah, and um, I think I wanted to talk a little bit uh, about um, about branding with the radio show because um, I think a lot of... I, I did already have a lot of branding before the radio show, but the radio show kind of helped me understand a lot more my branding, more in depth, and then uh, especially my sonic branding. Um, th this helped me so much. Mm. So I wanted to kind of, of bring that a little bit um, connected to, to this radio show uh, because branding is one of the most important things today for a music artist, but it can be unfolded in so many different possibilities through so many different channels and it the channel doesn't really matter right for me it's a radio show and uh, great but it could could be so many different things um but the branding in 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 itself i think it's it's so so important to have this um And it doesn't need to be all made up before you start, right? You kind of explore it as you go, that's for sure. But I wanted to take a uh, talk a little bit of, of how I, I explored my own branding and what helped me um, around all of that. Yeah, that would um, be awesome. So first of all, I'm going to say uh, something that's stuck to my mind from a marketing guru that I was, I've been following for a long time, Leah McHenry. She's a Canadian making like uh, medieval Celtic music and who made a, a lot. Yeah, it's super cool. cool because it's super niche music, but she made a whole business around it. And uh, anyways, whatever you think uh, of her, what she says, um, I took a lot from her and... When she talked about branding, she was saying 
it's a little bit uh, the perception people have of you when you're not physically there to represent yourself. So you need anything on the digital realm, your Instagram or your YouTube channel or your website or your Spotify even, to represent uh, you in the best way possible uh, because you're not there, right? It's just, it's just a... Yeah, no, that... Uh, it, it, yeah, it, it brings me down to a quote like, you know, people are often con- confused by the by what the term branding means, but I find the easiest way to think about it is your brand is everything associated to you. It's how people talk about you. It's the images people see of you online. It's the colors that you that that you that you choose and how they make you feel. It's literally everything you make and how it impacts the the consumer essentially that's the easiest way to think about brand it's essentially anything you're doing and how that impacts other people and how they view your decisions and the things yeah, that you're doing yeah and i think it has a lot to do with the personal right uh, so why why will some people like some artists well for a lot of personal reasons you know sometimes it can even be oh well because this artist represents my 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 life values or um, so so many mm-hmm. so many different things. Um, uh, so I think it's it's super important yeah. that it gives a good sense of of your personality, and then it's also very important that each person finds its place of 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 being comfortable in those things because. Not everyone will want to reveal everything about themselves and not everyone. Um, so there's all those aspects as well that I think it's important to keep your mental health in, in, in check as well when, while you think about your branding and how you will be comfortable uh, talking about whatever it is you do. Um, so a big thing um, for me that helped me with branding was... Uh, and that's what I'm understanding a lot with the radio show is I'm trying to dive into how I like to consume music and why is it that I love and why is it that this art is making me feel something or why not? And this, I think, can give a lot of hints to where you can start uh, going yourself in your own little um, branding. So... I think if you dive into the arts that you like to consume and try to think over time, right? It's not in one night, but over time you try to think and see connections between those arts. So I'm going to give you an example. Maybe maybe people don't know what I'm talking about, like the artists, but um, I'm going to try to to give uh, more common uh, projects. But let's say I love Gorillaz, I love Grimes, I love uh, Wes Anderson in movies, for example. Uh, Tim Burton was a big uh, influence for me when I was young. Tarantino, I can say MF Doom, I can say Bjork, um, so uh, uh, an easy thing to see in those influences for me that connects them all is that they're all building a, a unique universe outside of the n- human reality. This was an easy element for me to connect between all these arts. Um, and yes, those are some are movies, some are, you know... Um, but it all comes down to how, why art touches you and it's probably this that you need to bring in your own art um, 
And so for me, there was this quality of building a universe. Then most of these artists don't like to show their faces very much, don't like to have attention on them. Most of them are introverts. A lot of them will have masks. Or, of course, gorillas is a good example. Like, it might have taken me 25 years to know that it was Damon Albarn <laughs> who was singing. Um, I never knew, you know, the my biggest influence is Amon Tobin, and I never knew what he looked like before, like, two years ago. And... And this was not something that was bothering me. I think that was something that actually I loved and it made me secure because it didn't put me pressure on looking uh, at, you know, what they were doing or looking in magazine at photos of paparazzis. There was nothing of, of all of this with those artists. So I think there's a, there was a lot for me to understand from connecting um, similarities between those artists. Yeah, and 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 yeah, that's a really good point because you were able to sort of create ideas for your own brand based on consistencies in the art that you were particularly enjoying. And, you know, it didn't necessarily mean that you were copying or following these people in any way, you but you were just thinking about how their art made you feel and how you wanted your art to make other people feel. And those are two very big questions that when you kind of know the answer to it really makes it it really makes things just a slight bit more straightforward and 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 makes your decisions a little bit easier in your mind because you just have that more concrete idea of what you want to do yeah definitely and um i think th this came later on because at first i was trying more to do commercial music and and making money out of that to be able to make my own music on the side but then life just happened this way. And um, I think uh, this is definitely a, a, a more straightforward way to, to connect with your own way of consuming music uh, and or art because there's all the possibilities today and there's all the type of publics, there's all... And if you try to make something else to make other people happy or to make money, well... In my case, it just didn't work out for me. So um depends on people. But I think kind of sticking with yourself and your vision is also a, a good um a good way to to yeah, to it's good to dive into that and understand um all of that. Oh yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you know, like, that's another huge thing that you've done to put yourself, or that's allowed you to get yourself in positions, right? Because you say it, it may have been from this one Instagram ad you did, but it could have also been from the fact that you've put a lot of emphasis on branding. And, you know, had you not done that, he probably would have just seen your ad and been like, eh, whatever. But because you team up with a, with a visual artist who, who creates your story and brings it to life, because you're actually creating this universe and this fictional world, like, he probably saw that and, and, and that changed his perception of you. It was like, oh, it's not just this other person who is just creating music and doing whatever. Like, this person has a, a story. They've got a theme. They've got emotions behind everything. And that is 
probably a big reason why you were able to stand out and he wanted to reach out to you. And that's probably a big reason as to why your radio should, show did well and why it stood out to, you know, you know the, the, other, the other individual because you put a lot of thought into it. And you're like, no, this, is, this isn't just some radio show that I'm creating. This radio show is an extension of who I am and who my brand is. And I need to be very focused on what that represents because I want that representation to be true to what I want it to actually be, not just something else, right? 